You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Josh Barker, and this is The Policy Corner. Last week, we looked at Michigan's election reform attempts. Today, we're going to take a look at Congress's plan, Senate Bill 2747, the Freedom to Vote Act. The bill has gained a lot of attention as it has combined all of the most important election reforms for Democrats into a single bill. It currently has support in Congress on strictly partisan lines, and many are criticizing the Senate filibuster requiring 60 votes to end debate and force a vote on the legislation for holding up the vote on the bill. The bill is nearly 600 pages, so we'll only be hitting the highlights. The Freedom to Vote Act is divided into three sections, voter access, election integrity, and civic participation and empowerment. The first section on voter access would declare Election Day as a public holiday. It would require states to set up systems to automatically register people to vote when eligible people apply for a driver's license or interact with the government in another way, such as changing their address. Even 16- and 17-year-olds would have their information stored and then registered when they're eligible. Each state would be required to set up online applications for voter registration and use email confirmation and set up rules to allow first-time voters who register online to submit their signature. It will require every state to allow people to register to vote on Election Day or on the day during early voting. The federal government would cover the state costs of compliance. It would require accommodations for voters with disabilities and include a pilot program for those to vote remotely from their home using the internet or telephone, as well as require procedures to shorten wait times at polling places or allow disabled individuals alternate options to vote in person with an expedited voting line or voting from their vehicle. Early voting availability for 10 hours a day for 15 days would be mandatory for every state. It would recommend polling places be close to public transit on college campuses and accessible to rural residents. It would prohibit states from forbidding mail-in voting based on a lack of ID or the voter giving information different from what is on their voter registration. It would prohibit signature verification unless it meets the due process requirements, including notice and opportunity to cure discrepancies in signatures and other defects. It would also require secure drop boxes for mail-in ballots with 24-7 public access. It allows states to maintain voter ID laws, but requires them to exempt people without an ID who sign a statement attesting to their identity, and expand eligible IDs to include debit cards, utility bills, bank statements, and health insurance cards, as well as copies or even electronic forms of these documents. Finally, Section 1 would prohibit the state secretaries of state from removing individuals from voting lists unless they have reliable evidence that the voter has died or permanently moved out of the state, and even then they must send notice to the individual. In Section 2, Election Integrity and Preventing Election Subversion, state election officials can only remove local election officials for gross negligence or malfeasance. It would make it a federal crime to harass or threaten election workers, allow civil action against people putting out false information about federal elections, increase training for poll workers, allow people to give out food and beverages at polling stations, and require voting systems to print out paper ballots to preserve as official records. Part 3 is citizen empowerment and would require states to have public redistricting processes with hearings and public comments. The criteria they must comply with would include no favoring of political parties and representing communities of interest, which the bill would explicitly define as including common ethnic, racial, economic, social, cultural, geographic, or historical identities. Supporters of the bill, like Senator Jack Reed, claim that this kind of election reform is necessary. As some states and political operatives around the country seek to roll back voter protection laws and gerrymander voting districts, Congress must act to strengthen the freedom to vote and ensure elections are safe and accessible. Senator Marsha Blackburn isn't so sure. You gotta be kidding me. 
They want to pass a bill that says anybody can go vote, that you can go vote the day of the election, that you don't have to show an ID to vote. He said, you know, I recently had to show not only a vaccine card, but my ID to prove that was my vaccine card to go sit inside at the In-N-Out Burger. This is why people are so frustrated. Republicans believe the bad outweighs the good in the bill and have issues with shifting the election rulemaking power from states to federal bureaucrats, the rolling back of voter ID and signature requirements, the mandated redistricting rules, and much more. That's all the time we have for now. Thanks for tuning in to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.